a gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Host Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason and elevates the conversation on issues crucial to our community. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Welcome to hour number two of the expanded Inside Sources. It's great to be with you from one to three every weekday here on KSL News Radio. I am Boyd Matheson, and I hope as we start hour number two that you're ready to to buckle up, as we always do at the top of the hour. We're going to dig a little deeper. We're going to think a little bigger. We're going to challenge our assumptions a little stronger. And whenever necessary, we're going to disagree just a little bit better. So let's begin. Think you know the news of the day? Think again. Making sure we stop and suspend what we think we know about what we know. Looking at the data, looking at the numbers, challenging our assumptions uh, is a, such a big part of what we do in this segment of the show to think again. And one of the resources and one of the people I always look to when it comes to think again moments uh, is our friend Natalie Gochner from the Kemsey Gardner Institute at the uh, University of Utah. Uh, Natalie and her team are always putting out information and data in particular uh, as one of the state's premier public policy institutes uh, to help us think again. And uh, Natalie, thanks for joining us on a Friday. My pleasure, Boyd. Thanks for having me. And you've put out a really significant diversity data book uh, that I think is so vital to the state. Uh, It deals with racial, ethnic and sex disparities and opportunities in the state. Give us a little bit of the backstory there. Mm, Happy to do that. You know, this was uh, work, a data book that was sponsored by the business community. Uh, Zions Bank and some other business leaders came to us and said, we want to have a better idea of how health, housing, education, how the economy, how that data breaks down by race, ethnicity, and sex. And so we released that report this week. It's a very consequential uh, piece of work, very complex but has some very interesting findings. Yeah, one of the things that I noticed just right off the bat, it's uh, it's the old adage that uh, before you can chart a course to where you want to go, you have to understand where you actually are. <laughs> and I think the data you have put together uh, really gives us a clear sense of where we are and can be such a powerful impact on not just the businesses, uh, not just the uh, the government officials and policymakers, but it's for really for all of us to kind of rethink what we think we know about our our community. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, we establish first. We just want people to understand what is our racial and ethnic makeup. And I think it would surprise listeners to know that there are 17 states that have less racial and ethnic diversity than Utah. That's surprising to a lot of people. Uh, Ohio, Minnesota, Missouri, Wisconsin 
all with less uh, racial and ethnic diversity. And then we have places like San Juan County, West Valley City, that are minority majority or over 50 percent non-white. Fascinating. And so in in the the numbers, getting down into the data, uh, you you did look at all of the different components in terms of of health and housing and education. Uh, What are some of the the high-level learnings uh, that uh, you and your team have, have come to? Well, I would put at the top of the list, Boyd, the complexity of this information. Um, you know, we looked at about 54 indicators, and then you've got eight different racial ethnicity categories, and then you've got male-female. So you've got 10 different categories by 54 indicators, so that's 540 dimensions. Wow. So it's, yeah, so it's really hard to summarize, but but we must. Summarize, we must. And I would say that the, the, the main finding is that Utah's minority population, with a few notable exceptions, especially among the Asian population, but the minority population are more likely to have less income and wealth, higher poverty rates, lower educational achievement and attainment, and uh, less home ownership and higher housing cost burdens. Mm. And so that's a message that, uh, you know, is a, is a tough message to share, but a really important message. And the good news is, We've also described in the report Utah's strengths, and those strengths are part of how we rise above and, and solve some of these challenges. Yeah, and I think those uh, leveraging those strengths is going to be such a, a critical piece of this puzzle. Uh, and I'm glad it's you and your team working on the numbers here. This is like three-dimensional chess on steroids. If you, <laughs> You've got 540 different facets that you're looking at. Uh, one that jumped out at me that I just wanted to ask you briefly about is in terms of health outcomes. Uh, obviously, coming out of the pandemic, that's changed the dynamic in and of itself in terms of who's even willing to go to a doctor, let alone who can afford to go to a doctor and so on. Uh, what were some of the things that uh, came out in terms of those numbers uh, relating to health outcomes? Mm. You know, the health data are much more nuanced and a lot more variance by race, ethnicity. Some minority populations show longer life expectancies and lower rates of depression, obesity and asthma than the majority population. Uh, so in the health field, you see some real um, uh, differences, and it's hard to uh, generalize. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fascinating stuff. But the disparities are there. Yes. Right? The disparities yes. are there. It's just that sometimes the Asian population is doing really well. Other times it might be the Pacific Islander or the uh, or the white population. Um, so here's the key, though. You know, you don't know where you're going until you know where you are. Yeah. And this is very much a reflection. You know, it's like looking in the mirror. What What do you see when you look in the mirror? And we have put our state in a situation where we can, you know, make plans and make policies knowing where we are. Yeah. And, and I and I love the fact that uh, you even framed the, the data book uh both in terms of the disparities, but also in terms of the opportunities. Uh, just in our, our final minute, Natalie, and we'll have you come back for some deeper dives as we go along, as we get into this information and as we start to see how policymakers and businesses are using it. What What is one area in, in terms of opportunity? And you mentioned that the, the data also includes some of Utah's strengths. What's one of those strengths we're going to have to rely on to produce some, some great future opportunities or outcomes? Well, we have uh, the nation, nation-leading social capital, that is institutions, of networks of trust that still work in our state. We also have a great equality of income. 
I know you asked for one, but I'll give you one more. Uh, we have a state that has very strong families, uh, very uh, stable families. Those are all really helpful in, in dealing with disparities and upward mobility. Uh, wonderful. This is uh, this is such important work, and uh, we really appreciate Natalie Gochner from the Kemsey Gardner Policy Institute uh, for popping in on a Friday. And, uh, Natalie, we will have you back soon to break this down uh, so much to get into some Good looks in the mirror, as you said. We know where we are now. We uh, now we need to get to the what are the policies, what are the community things we can do uh, to make it better moving forward. Thanks for joining us today. I'll look forward to that, Boyd. All right, uh, again, a great insight there from uh, Natalie Gochner. And the thing that uh, really jumped out to me, and Natalie hit it right at the end, uh, that one of the great strengths that this state has to deal with all of this disparity and all of the challenges is our social capital. We still have a nice free market economy. We have institutions of civil society and homes, neighborhoods, communities, religious organizations, businesses that are involved and give back to the community. Uh, That is the secret sauce of Utah. And I think it will help dealing with a lot of the issues that this uh, diversity data book is putting forward. And we'll continue to watch that uh, and be part of that conversation as we move things forward. Coming up next on the program, uh, we know some of the heroes that make that community great are our nurses. It's Nurse Appreciation Time. Stay with us right here on KSL News Radio. Think again with Lloyd Matheson on KSL News Radio. A stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.